WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. The St. Joseph Department of Public Safety is preparing for the start of the summer tourist season with Memorial Day weekend about here. Director Steve Newbecker tells us with crowds hitting Silver Beach, police have plans for traffic controls. Very similar to last year, our reserve unit along with one officer will monitor the intersection at Broad and Lake Street and direct traffic as needed throughout the day. Newbecker says the plan worked well last year. On a day with especially heavy traffic to the beach, adjustments can be made. We'll start moving the cars into the beach in a different approach or we'll move them down the street. We'll also monitor it to see if we need to go back to the detours that we had about three years ago to see if them will work better as the summer goes on. Newbecker says he'll have the reserve officer there from 10 a.m. to around 3 p.m. He notes the department has more reserve officers than ever, so he doesn't expect many problems. As far as enjoying Memorial Day, he tells everyone to give themselves plenty of time so they don't rush. Newbecker notes the social districts downtown are well marked. Last year, his officers issued warnings to those who wandered outside the districts with alcoholic beverages, but they didn't have to ticket anyone. Michigan's economy is on an upward swing of steady growth, even outpacing the national average, according to a report released today. The 19th Annual Entrepreneurship Scorecard released by the Small Business Association of Michigan shows despite the inherent risks associated with starting a small business, there are indications that business starts have hit record highs. However, Association President Brian Kelly says there are some lags in the labor force. The big blaring alarm bells uh, from this part of the data is looking at our younger workers. So the teenagers, 16 to 19, 23 percent less labor force participation as compared to the turn of the century. And then the, the more traditional college age individuals, about 9.2 percent less labor force participation compared to 20 years ago. The report also shows small business revenue has experienced a 24% increase since 2020. That's tripled the national increase of 8%. Nationally, Michigan ranks number four in the percentage of bachelors and above degrees earned in tech-related fields. A Benton Harbor man is facing up to 20 years in prison after an investigation related to child pornography. 44-year-old Jamie Lee Fluellen has been arrested and charged with aggravated possession of child sexually abusive material and using a computer to commit a crime. Each charge carries a sentence of up to 10 years if convicted. According to the Michigan State Police, the investigation stemmed from a cyber tip regarding his online activity involving the upload of child sexual exploitation. The investigation resulted in digital evidence being seized from his home. Flewellen was arraigned in the 5th District Court on Monday. Store owners in Michigan are seeing higher sales. The latest report from the Michigan Retailers Association shows April sales increased from March. According to the association's Andrea Bightley, she says retailers are feeling good. Michigan's retailers are feeling really positive about summer. In fact, 70% of Michigan retailers are predicting a sales increase over the next 90 days. Now, the next 90 days, as we all know, are prime vacation season here in Michigan, which means folks are going to get out into some of our small communities and downtowns and really hit those downtown and Main Street retail opportunities. Bightley says retailers are concerned about inflation. However, they're encouraged that people are spending money. An $8.3 million project to improve five bridges on I-196 in Allegan County will start a Tuesday. The Michigan Department of Transportation says the bridges are the two Blue Star Highway bridges over I-196 at exits 34 and 41, as well as 107th, 109th, and 114th Avenues. The work will include deck replacements, rebuilding approaches, substructure improvements, and slope restoration. It starts Tuesday and runs through November. 
MDOT says this will mean lane closures and traffic shifts, and the bridges over I-196 will be closed and detoured. The Blue Star Highway Bridge over I-196 north of Saugatuck and the 107th Avenue Bridge over I-196 south of Glen will close on Tuesday. Our Lady of the Lake Elementary School in St. Joseph has launched a complete makerspace with plans to integrate it into the curriculum. Principal Sherry Kirshner tells us a donation of $50,000 made it possible to set up the space with a Glowforge laser cutter and engraver, 3D printers, circuits and bots, a Lego station, software, engineering and electrical packs, and more. That allows students to be creative, use their math minds, use their technology minds, use their imagination to see a product or an idea come to life, and in the process, use trial and error to get the final product that they want. Kirshner says the kids can work in this space, learn teamwork and critical thinking skills, and fail when they need to. It gives them an opportunity to create in glass, in wood, in cardboard, metal, almost any material possible. They can engrave or cut or do almost anything they can with any material. Teacher Lindsay Gosh-Garish is leading the use of the makerspace and will partner with other teachers to have the kids work on projects related to their normal classroom activities. The OLL makerspace will be used by all the school students from grades K through 5 starting next year. And the next Berrien County Community Recycling event will be Tuesday, June 7th in Chickaming Township. The County Parks Department says they'll take electronics, including printers, computers, phones, tablets, power tools, DVD players, and VCRs, small and large appliances, lights, and anything with an electrical cord. All items are free to drop off except TVs and computer monitors, which will come with $20 or $10 fees, respectively. Appliances containing Freon will have a $10 fee. Also accepted will be chemicals from the home, garden, yard, garage, bathroom, and workshop, along with batteries, medicines, and light bulbs. The only thing they won't take is latex paint. The event will be drop-off only, with volunteers taking items from the vehicles of those who stop in. The recycling event will be at the Chickaming Township Hall from 3 to 7 p.m. on the 7th. We'll have a link to more information at our website. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Dwajak, where furniture shopping is fun. Tina Turner has died. More from ABC's Michelle Franzen. Fans around the world mourning the death of Tina Turner, the powerhouse performer who burst onto the stage with her husband, Ike Turner, in the 60s, belted out songs including the hit Proud Mary, and later became the queen of rock and roll, building a name for herself, decades later becoming a video star with the song What's Love Got to Do With It? Serious XM host Mike Muse and ABC News contributor says Turner got a second round at her career following her divorce. Tina Turner had this freedom about her on the stage. It was something about metaphorical about, you know, her troubled past marriage that she had with Ike Turner. And then once she got free of that, she was free to express who she was and who she wanted to be. And that showed up on the stage. And her life, too. Turner in an interview when she turned 80 saying she's grateful. I'm happy to be an 80-year-old woman. A representative for Turner says she died at her home in Switzerland. Turner was 83. I'm Michelle Franz in ABC News. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has entered the 2024 presidential race. He's stepping into a crowded Republican primary contest that will test his national appeal as an outspoken cultural conservative and the party's willingness to move on from former President Donald Trump. DeSantis revealed his decision in the Federal Election Commission filing before a planned online conversation with Twitter CEO Elon Musk. 
It marks a new chapter in DeSantis' rise from congressman to two-term governor to a leading figure in the nation's bitter fights over race, gender, abortion, and other divisive issues. Questions loom about his readiness for the national stage, but DeSantis is seen as Trump's strongest Republican rival. All attention in Washington is on debt ceiling negotiations with no real signs that a deal is coming together in these final days, with each side saying publicly the other is unwilling to make the right moves toward a plan to raise the debt limit and avoid U.S. financial calamity. ABC's Karen Travers tells us the White House has wanted to keep negotiations in the negotiation room. We're listening for some specifics, and we're going to get a briefing from White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre later today. They have been very unwilling to talk about the specifics happening behind closed doors as saying they won't negotiate in public. But we know from White House officials that the president, they say, has agreed to concessions, including a spending freeze through 2024, which they say will save a trillion dollars over the next 10 years, and also that he has agreed to claw back that unspent COVID relief money. Target is removing certain items from its stores and making other changes to its LGBTQ plus merchandise nationwide ahead of Pride Month. That's after an intense backlash from some customers, including violent confrontations with its workers. Target declined to confirm which items it was removing, but among the ones that garnered the most attention were tuck-friendly adult women's swimsuits that allow trans women who have not had gender-affirming operations to conceal their private parts. Designs by App Pralin, a London-based company that designs and sells occult and satanic-themed LGBTQ clothing and accessories, have also sparked a backlash. One year ago today, a teenage gunman shot 21 people to death, including 19 children, at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. ABC's John Quionis has more on the families of the victims. What gets them through is just remaining true to who these children were and who these two teachers were. And... Um, and again, demanding accountability and hoping for answers. Right now, the Texas Department of Public Safety has finished its investigation, turned it over to the uh, district attorney uh, here in Uvalde. She will decide then whether to uh, send it over to a grand jury, and they will in the end decide whether or not there will be criminal charges that follow, if any. The head of the Russian private army, Wagner, says his force lost more than 20,000 men in the drawn-out battle for the eastern Ukrainian city of Bakhmut. About half the number were Russian convicts recruited to fight in the 15-month-old war. The figure was in stark contrast with claims from Moscow that just over 6,000 troops were killed in the war as of January. It's also higher than the official estimate of Soviet losses in the Afghanistan war of 15,000 troops between 1979 and 89. Ukraine hasn't said how many of its, of its soldiers have died in Russia's full-scale invasion. Analysts believe the nine-month fight for Bakhmut alone has cost the lives of tens of thousands of soldiers. Vice President Kamala Harris is calling on the country to stand up and fight back against anti-Semitism and hate. More maybe he's Justin Finch. Addressing the Jewish Democratic Council of America Wednesday, Vice President Kamala Harris said she is deeply concerned about rising anti-Semitism in the U.S., Harris saluting her husband, second gentleman Douglas Imhoff, who is Jewish, and his work to help Jewish people not feel alone at this time. We all stand together, and that it is a sign of our collective strength to say no one will be made to fight alone. May marks Jewish American Heritage Month. Justin Finch, ABC News, Washington. Lawyers for Donald Trump have asked for a meeting with Attorney General Merrick Garland as a Justice Department investigation into the former president's handling of classified documents shows signs of winding down. 
In a letter Tuesday, which Trump posted on his Truth Social platform, attorneys John Rowley and James Trusty asserted Trump is being treated unfairly and asked for a meeting to discuss the, quote, ongoing injustice that's being perpetrated by your special counsel and his prosecutors. Agents and prosecutors have interviewed a broad cross-section of witnesses, including attorneys for Trump, the former White House officials, and other close aides. And the man who shot and killed eight victims, including children, at a mall in Allen, Texas this month, was fixated on mass shootings and held views consistent with racially or ethnically motivated violent extremism, according to a new Department of Homeland Security report. ABC's Alex Stone reports that document lays out the current threat environment. In a new National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin, the Department of Homeland Security warns the U.S. is in a heightened threat environment, warning that lone offenders and small groups motivated by a range of ideological beliefs and personal grievances continue to pose a persistent and lethal threat to the homeland. The bulletin warns the coming months could be dangerous because of 2024 election activities and legislative and judicial decisions. Officials also say of concern or targets along the border because of rhetoric seen online. Alex Stone, EBC News. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.